Hello, America. This is your host, Mark Dunnigan, and you have tuned into The Daily Answer. Over the years, I think probably we all have encountered the knockoff version of a popular item. I remember when I was a kid, the full-size or 12-inch G.I. Joes, but there were also like these knockoff versions. Uh, Cheaper, but the quality was not there. The detail was not there. I remember Hot Wheels cars, but I think there were also some knockoff versions of the Hot Wheels. A little cheaper, but they didn't look quite the same. Again, didn't have the detail and the quality of the original. There's a version of that among fruits and vegetables. For example, I had a good friend who hated tomatoes, but I come to find out that he grew up in Alaska. And the only tomato that he ever had as a child was like a hothouse tomato, which really is not a tomato. And I can see why that he never developed a taste for tomatoes because he had never had, like I had, a fresh tomato picked you know, during a sunny, warm day, right out of the garden, sit down, get out the salt shaker, and eat it right there on the ground. There's a world of difference between a store-bought tomato and one out of the garden. Oh, man, the same thing is true with carrots. I remember my grandparents had, it seems like they had a garden that was acres, but it was probably not that big. But it just seemed like this garden went on and on. And I would go out there when the carrots started getting the size that you could pull them. And I'd sit there and pull a carrot, knock off the dirt, and just eat it right there on the spot. Amazing. I found some of those little carrots, oh, a couple weeks ago at the Newport Farmer's Market in Newport, Oregon. Just the, the the little carrots, the new carrots. And man, did I get myself a, a little sack of those. I, I, I buy those anytime I f- can find them. And the same thing is true with cucumbers. There's a store cucumber, and then there's the cucumbers right out of the garden from some farm. Often they will call them pickling cucumbers. And man, just take some of the peel off, salt and pepper, and that's a meal right there by itself. As I record this broadcast, we are in Oregon and the fruits and vegetables are coming on strong. The amazing Rainier cherries out of Yakima that come down this way and and they grow some in Oregon as well. The raspberries, blackberries, and you can find blackberries in many places, but true Oregon berries, as far as I can tell, include Lo- uh, Marion berries, Logan berries, and boysenberries. And we have tried to find, eat as many of those as we can. And, and then the blueberries, the big blueberries, the blueberries that are a size of almost a nickel. I, I, I must admit that, yes, during the winter and off season, I buy I buy raspberries in a little plastic container and I buy I buy a watermelon out of season and 
Yes, I, 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 I buy st stuff out of season. But there's a world of difference between blueberries picked from an actual blueberry patch. And they're there, they're still warm from the sun. And it's the big Duke blueberries. And a blue blueberries that you've bought in some little plastic container at the store from who knows where. Berries big enough to turn you into the nemesis of Cornelia Prince Metal. So faint versions, faint versions of the real deal. There is a sense that Satan is the original knockoff provider. He has tried to convince generations that living apart from God is just as good. Or I think he argued with Eve in the garden, it would be better. It, re, defying God would actually lead to a better life, not just a life equal, but a better life. You'll be like God knowing good and evil. He will argue that sin is superior to virtue. That living together is just as good as, or maybe better than marriage. You might say that in Galatians chapter 5, 19 through 21, a well-known section on the works of the flesh, that one way of viewing that is these are the knockoffs. Um, th these are the counterfeits. These the flesh are evident, which are immorality, that, that's sexual immorality. And that would include fornication, sex outside of marriage. It's going to include adultery. It's going to include homosexuality and on and on with all the counterfeits of the real deal. And then it says impurity, sensuality, you know, that's going to include things like pornography. And Satan tries to convince you that, you know, that, that virtual girlfriend is not the hassle that the real girlfriend is. And I'll tell you what, real relationships take work. And I think the false promise is, hey, you can have your, you can have your pleasure, but not have the hassle of commitment, communication, working things out. You can be as selfish as you want with your virtual girlfriend, on and on. Idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing. Uh, I think he often tries to say, hey, drunkenness or alcohol and drugs, marijuana, you know, add stuff to the list. That will give you a peace. That's the same as the Christian has, or maybe better. A sense of peace or relaxation. And I think hopefully we've, we're smart enough to realize, no, 
it's going to be a little bit of temporary relaxation and then with a whole lot of consequences and heartache. And things like these, of which I forewarned you, Galatians 5.21, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. That is typically no men are not foolish enough to make laws against those things. Not only that, but there's no limit on how much of that you can have. But there's something else here. And I think the thought is that, for example, outburst of anger. Sometimes people, Satan tries to say, well, you need that. You need the outburst of anger to get things done. People are not going to pay attention to you or take you seriously unless you blow your top. Got to scare people, you know. You got to get in there and stir up the pot. That's The squeaky wheel gets greased. And it's interesting that the Holy Spirit says, okay, but the problem with that is that the outburst of anger and the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness are in two different categories. The same thing is with the immorality, the sexual immorality. There is no way that sex outside of marriage can be love because it's it, it, it it's lust. It's I need my needs fulfilled right now. Not really that concerned about you. I'm the important one here. And you're just a tool. You're just a tool. I have you here, among other reasons, to keep me warm at night. That That's the primary reason that I'm living with you right now. Not the conversation, not the friendship, not the commitment, not what we're building together. But primarily, it is for physical favors. That, that's primarily what it's for. And I appreciate the Holy Spirit being honest with us along those lines. So we don't fool ourselves into thinking that when we bought into the counterfeit, that we have the real deal. And hopefully people, and I know a number of people I've run into that and uh, that have pursued the life of, hey, not getting married. I'm just going to live with my girlfriend or boyfriend. And I think it finally has dawned on them. This is pretty shallow. This is superficial. This is pretty unsatisfying. This has no depth to it. This is not the same thing as marriage. And if they're unwilling to commit to me in marriage, they're not into me that much. They're into the favors, they're into the benefits, but they're not into me that much. They're keeping their options open. I'm just kind of a, a stop on the way. I'm just kind of an island. They're island hopping. Now I'm just one of the islands on the way. And they're really more into them than anybody else. And so I want to remember that. Uh, Satan is really into deception, which would be like the original false advertising. And I, I think it's important to note that Satan is not original. Sa Satan really is not original about anything. 
that I can think of. He, he can't create anything. All Satan can do is take. Satan is like a cover band and I'm not, this is not trashing cover bands, but cover bands typically don't do their own original music. They just do music that somebody else did. And I, I appreciate that, but Satan is like that in a sense of he can't really create anything of his own. He can only take what God made and then seek to pervert it and twist it. As I noted, alcohol and drugs are what Satan offers to compete with the peace that comes from being right with God. And there's, a, I think, a pretty important verse if you've never read it. And sometimes you're not sure who's listening to this podcast. Maybe someone, as I was at one point in my life, really had never picked up the Bible, didn't know what it said. But Philippians 4, 6 says, Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Therefore, or finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, etc., let your mind dwell on these things. It is the, the peace of God is the product of casting all your anxiety upon God, going to him with all your problems, and being, being very guarded in what you think about and what you allow yourself to think about. That is saying, hey, not going to think about anything false. I'm only going to think about those things that are true and right and good. And one of the reasons for this particular broadcast was I wanted to have something that you could have in your pocket. Maybe these illustrations, among other things, these comparisons will help next time temptation strikes. God is offering you a sugar baby watermelon from Yakima, Washington, from Fruit City. And Satan is offering you some punky melon from who knows where. And saying it is, well, this is just as good. He even says it is cheaper, but it never is. In the long run, that punky melon is very expensive, both in this life and the life to come. I have been to, and I have nothing against little grocery stores. There are some cool little grocery stores out there. But there are also at times some markets that are way overpriced. And a lot of the stuff there has not been rotated. And it's poorly run. There's a number of things in the produce section. I've been in markets where there's, you know, like, hey, man, you got to pull those avocados off, those mangoes off because they're rotting. And there's a watermelon there that clearly it's a rotten melon and they're not pulling it off the shelf. And I've been behind people at the register who are there buying some crummy, way overpriced melon. And when I see that, hopefully maybe it will dawn on me, Mark, are you, in, are you doing that in your relationship with God? God offers to you the real deal, the best. And you're only being ripped off if you believe that you can find something better or just as good apart from him. I have just seen too many people ignore God, people I know that I grew up with, that I went to school with, that I work with, depart from God or never come to him and end up with the punky melon life. Now, it may kind of look good on the outside and tell you what, 
just keep that in mind with Facebook. Facebook often is kind of a, you know, people putting stuff up there, making themselves look good, but often that's not the truth. How many times have you seen a couple post pictures of themselves smiling together, selfies together, next thing you know, you're they're divorced. And you're kind of going like, uh, excuse me, but was the last five years of all these selfies I saw you guys together, was that a lie? Was that nothing but marketing? Was that just the outside of a melon that looked good, but inside was just some mealy, punky melon? No, thanks. When it comes to your life, your one and only precious life, avoid the knockoffs. Stay with what is true, what God says is right. Stay with the fruit of the Spirit. Because if you opt for the works of the flesh, you will end up with a punky melon life. Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer. Until next time, see you in the funny papers, my friends. <laughs>